Hey everyone, this is Dave Debo with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast and zooming in from beautiful Waterloo, Ontario, my old friend, Harry Samby. Harry, how are you today? I am brilliant. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here in your show. It's my pleasure to have you as well. So Harry, we've known each other for a number of years now, and it's really fun to see how you have developed and, and grown as a real estate entrepreneur. And why don't we just jump into it? What is your main focus these days when it comes to real estate investing? Well, my main focus currently is multifamily investment, commercial multifamily investments. So like everybody else, I started with residential real estate investment. And then I took a major interest in the commercial investments. And now I'm working on new construction investments because I like more control. <laughs> and yeah, so right now I'm focusing on uh, multifamily properties, both in Canada as well as in the U.S. All right. So the ones you're, you're focusing on right now, you're, you're building from the ground up. Is that correct? Is that what I'm understanding? Well, I'm, I'm working with or I'm having in conversation with various different developers to see, you know, where we can partner up for the new construction acquisitions rather than the old assets, you know. New construction acquisitions. So you're buying stuff that's already built. built. Is that what I'm understanding? Yep. Okay, fantastic. So, Harry, why don't you tell us a little bit about your progression with real estate investing? You start with single family homes. You got into multifamily properties. I'm guessing that you started off with some very well-used properties in the past, and that's why you're wanting to focus more on the new build now? Yes, yes. So, yeah. So I started with, as as you know, now single family residential. So it was by buy and hold. Mm -hmm. So we bought a bunch of bungalows, you know, then I converted them into duplexes. Then I was involved in a few rent-to-owns as well. And I was also involved in a severance project as well, where we ported the mortgage. We converted a house into a duplex and ported the mortgage from a bigger lot to a smaller lot and have a free and clear lot on the side. And then I started investing in the commercial investing world, where is uh, acquiring multifamily properties. So last year, we completed three acquisitions, you know, nine units, 11 units, and 12 units. So I'm progressing in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, definitely are. So the properties that you've you've purchased, the multifamily properties that you purchased, where are they? You say you're, you're working in Canada as well as the US, correct? Yes. So the acquisition has completed in Canada, but I started working, looking at properties in the US, just so you know. Right now, my all my assets, they are in Canada. And coming back to your question, it's in Edmonton, and the one is in Calgary, and another one in, is in Saskatchewan. So very interesting. You're in Waterloo, Ontario. That's where you're based, but you're not buying properties in your own backyard. You're buying them across the country, out west. So yes. tell us a little bit about your, your thought process around that. And my thought process, actually for any project, you know, there are three main components. You know, one is the market, you know, another one is the property and the third is the team. So all three components, you know, has to be present. And my job is to ensure that all three are, they are properly looked at it. So in Edmonton, on those that project, you know, it was nine townhouses which we acquired. Mm -hmm. So those are relatively newer unit, you know, they're built in 2015, 16. So, and then they are all under one title. So under commercial investment, 
So that was, that was a no brainer for me, I would say. And the second is also through our network. It's the 11 units, you know, just close to Calgary. And the other one is in, uh, in Saskatchewan. It's in, uh, in Wadena. All right. So Harry, why don't you tell us in your own words, why have you decided, why did you decide to go from single family homes and rent homes and little burr properties up into these larger multifamily properties? Well, I, first of all, you know, I mean, multifamily or multifamily apartment buildings, you know, uh, first economy of scale is there, you know, like if you are owning a single family, you know, and your tenant is out, so you have 100% vacant property. Even if you have a duplex, then you have a 50% occupancy. However, if I have 10 units and one tenant leaves, I still have 90% occupancy, you know. So that's one thing. The risk is less, you know. The second is also there is less competition as well. And now I think people have started to get into multifamily a lot, you know, but I think once you establish a good business relationship with your team, your broker, your property manager, your leasing agent, you know, everybody, you know, is on the team. Once you have good relationship, it's like a well-oiled machine. You know, I, I would say it's, it's easier to manage and there is an economy of scale is there as well. So, so these multifamily properties that you've gotten into, have you got very deep pockets? Are you the guy that came up with all the money for these deals or have you brought on investor partners? How, if you don't mind sharing, how have you structured these deals so far? So in terms of structure, you know, I, I approached my family and friends, you know, people who are in my immediate circle of influence, you know, and they have seen my progression right from residential to commercial investments. So there was a trust that was built up over a period of time. And when I looked at these properties, the number made sense, the market made sense, you know, I had the team. So my speciality to put put together all those aspects, you know, to make it a success project. So when I approached with my family and friends, you know, and people have no problem writing me a check. (laughs) Nice, nice, smart. And Harry, because you're in Ontario and these properties are way across the country, how did you... First of all, how did you find a good team in those areas without being there yourself? Or did you travel there? Did you meet? How did you create your team in those three very different markets? Yes. So first of all, you know, I mean, um, I worked with people with various different mentors as well in different fields. So, so that was a great help. That helped me not to make those costly mistakes because of from residential to commercial, you know, sometimes those mistakes could be very, very expensive. Yeah. That's one thing. The second is taking steps in those directions. And coming back to your question, building the team, it's like sometimes when you talk to the seller through that communication, you know, what they have used, you know, what worked with them, it's all about the conversation. From there onwards, you know, you can you can find out, you know, what works for you, what changes you want to make. And Usually, you know, it's a gradual process, you know, you cannot have an ideal team right from the get go, you know, you start with the existing team and see what works for you. And later over a period of time, you change what is not working for you. And then you make those small changes, those incremental changes. And sometimes it takes almost a year to 18 months, you know, for repositioning, decreasing the vacancies, you know, increasing the net operating income. Or sometimes you have to change the tenant mix as well, you know. So, so it, it's it's all gradual process. You but know? again, you're you're completely reliant on your 
property managers primarily to do that kind of work for you. So how do you, you know, because this, this is one of the big hassles I hear a lot of people complaining about is finding good property management. So how did you find good property management in these three very distant and different markets from your okay. So first of all, communication is the key and right. Zoom has made things very, very <laughs> easy nowadays. So nowadays you don't have to be present, you know, where you do business, you know, and every week we have a meeting, you know, with my property manager. So I have three property managers so far, you know, so I have meeting books booked like for half an hour meeting every week. And we just talk about it, you know, what needs to be done. Okay. Is there anything I can, I can help you with? And my job is to provide them with all the resources to make their job, you know, easier. So what, what does that mean, for example? So let's say we're talking about your property in, in Edmonton. You're having your, so first of all, smart, you're having a weekly meeting. You're not being reactive and just waiting for the shit to hit the fan. You're, you're actually proactively meeting with your property managers, not once a month, but actually every single week, which I think that's very smart. That's key. But then in order for you, what resources besides money are you bringing to the table for them to help them with their jobs. Correct. You know, yes. So I'll give you one example. So we had out of nine units, those are in uh, in Edmonton. Yes. So there were two vacancies were there. So I asked, you know, okay, where we are advertising, you know, so my property manager, he was, he was advertising in Kijiji, you know? So what I did here, you know, I become a part of various different Facebook groups here, right from Ontario. And I ran a, advertisement on Facebook where his contact information was there. So I was generating lead for him to make his job easier. Not only that, I also made connection with other, other owners of multifamily as well. So in uh, in, yes, in the same area, you know, where, okay, what do you see the market? You know, where do you look for tenants? And now if I have more application than I need, you know, I pass it on to that person. And if he has more app, more application, what he needs, you know, he pass it on to me. Nice. So not only that. Not competition. That's very smart, Harry, because most of us would be thinking, hey, the guy with the apartment building down the street, that's my competition. There's no way in hell I want to help that person out. You've got a completely different view on it. You're saying, hey, you know, if if you've got excess applicants, if I've got excess applicants, I'll send them your way and vice versa. So you're looking at each other for, for support when you need it. Very right. smart. And property manager does get paid regardless. You know, I'm, I'm saying, you know, it's so you are managing it, you know, you will get it, whatever we agreed on. It's just, you know, if if we can have tenants right from the get go, you know, I mean, right when the vacancy starts, you know, it's way better than waiting for a month, you know, and then waiting for the property manager to fulfill the vacancy. Yeah, no, but again, Harry, hats off to you, my friend, because that is very proactive. Most people, myself included, unfortunately, at times, you know, we assume, hey, we're paying this property management company to take care of business for us. Let's let them do their job, which, you know, is fine. However, what I'm seeing that you're doing, which is really smart, is let's not completely rely on them because you understand that you're just one of their customers. They've got a crap ton of other buildings that they're managing. Their, their focus is not 100% on Harry Sambi. 
but Harry Sammy's focus is 100% on Harry Sammy. So you're doing everything you can to make their job easier. And bottom line, it's not even about that. You're, you're doing everything you can to help them fill vacancies. Cause that's, that's really all you and your investors care about, right? Is keeping that place full. Yeah. And I want to add something here as well. Not only that, also how you add value to their business as well. Now, my resident caretaker for that building, that other property owner and myself, we shared the same resource now. Interesting. Right. So So, you kind of partnered up with your competition. Yeah, I partnered up with my competition, you know, and then based on how many units he has and how many units I have, see what is the overall cost? You know, we shared it on a monthly basis. Smart. Very, very smart. Look at you. All All this cool stuff that you're doing. All right. So that's really, really smart area. Again, hats off to you for thinking outside the box and and taking responsibility and not leaving it all on your property manager and and also looking at creative ways to um, share costs, lower your expenses and work with your competition. I love it. That's that's really, really smart. Good. Thank you. (laughs) Harry, we're going to wrap up here pretty quick because time flies when we're having fun here. But what would you say have been some of your biggest lessons or aha moments throughout your journey so far with real estate investing? What what really kind of sticks out to you as, as something you really understand well now? I think my aha moment, I would say in one word, is mindset. Okay. What does that mean for you? What that means for me is where I'm spending time to create awareness for, you know, I mean, wherever I spend my time to create awareness for me, that's the direction I'm moving in. So what it means is, let's say I want to invest in the U.S., let's say I just mentioned to you, you know, so I have to increase my awareness in that direction, you know. So right now I may not have all the necessary skills. So I need to look at my box, you know, what I have in terms of resources with me and what I need. And every single day, you know, I should put my mind to it to make some incremental improvements in order to reach that goal. So I actually joined program uh, from Bob Parker as well, you know, on mindset. Yeah. So that was really, really helpful and very eye-opening as well. And that's why I think I was able to 10x my portfolio (laughs) in one year. That's amazing. That's wonderful. Harry, this has been great. I want to thank you very much for your time. If people want to find out more about Harry Samby and what you're up to and perhaps even reach out to you, what would you have them do? They can reach me out at harry at millennialcapital.com. It's Harry, my first name, H-A-R-R-Y, at Millennial. It's M-I-L-A-N-E-I-L dot com. Beautiful. Harry, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. All right, everybody, take care, and we'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.